AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. The Cleveland Browns are back at practice at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus on Wednesday. And fresh off of a big win against the 49ers last weekend, the team turns the page to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm Jake Malensic, and this is From the Podium. We're going to hear from two players and Coach Stefanski at the podium today as they get us ready for the Colts on Sunday. The players went first. They spoke in the locker room, and it was quarterback Deshaun Watson who went first. He gave the media a lot of information about what he's been dealing with with his shoulder injury. He's back. Good to go. We'll see. Day to day. <laughs> you going to try to practice today? Uh, it just depends on the medical staff. So we're out there, you know, this media stuff and go through our treatment stuff. We'll see what where today goes. Do you think there's a chance you could play on Sunday? Uh, I think so. Uh, it just depends on, you know, the process of, you know, the, the medical stuff and the treatment and the rehab that we're doing day to day. So, um, you know, it's, it's up in there for sure. What's the last hurdle? Um, it's really just <laughs> finishing up, you know, it, it's me, I'm learning through this whole process. So honestly, it's just, you know, with the rotator cuff, it's a, it's a difficult thing with, you know, throwing a ball than you know doing you know just the movement and rotation and mobility stuff so uh, just really just trying to clean up any uh, lingering pain and any lingering you know stuff that's you know in that rotator cuff. Did the injury affect you in the game? I know you didn't finish the game but we thought that was because of the scoreboard so what happened to make it a two and a half week injury? Uh, well it just we didn't know what it was during the game. Um, uh, the injury, we felt it. We felt it, uh, you know, during the during the game. But you know, at the time, my adrenaline going and everything's kind of flowing. So you know, certain throws was kind of easier. I just kind of dealt with it. Um, you know, it was a couple of throws where I felt it, but we didn't know exactly what it was. Deshaun, when we saw you before throwing you for the Baltimore game, there was a little zip at all on those passes. So how is that? How has your throwing progressed since then? Uh, it's coming along. It's uh, definitely been uh, the arrow's been you know trending up. So um, you know each and every day we've just been trying to get better and better and uh, try to get as comfortable as possible. Was this, this like, was this a slow diagnosis? Because you were hoping to play that Ravens game and you couldn't, and um, it, it just seemed like that you know there was a process here to figure out what was going on in the severity and how long you'd have to rest it and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, we didn't figure out until that Saturday, the day uh, before the Ravens game. So, you know, all week it was just swelling, bruise, and then once the swelling can go down, that's when we got the MRI and the MRI came back. And we found out Saturday evening, you know, it was a rotator cuff. And um, usually you sit out, but, you know, I told you know, the people, the medical staff as a, as a whole that, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, Sunday morning and let's try to get there early and, and work out. And we did that and, you know, we couldn't go. Are you concerned that this is going to linger at all this year that's going to affect your passing through the season? Or do you think that you'll be 100% at some point uh, this year? Um, I'm not sure. 
Uh, I got, this is my first time dealing with a rotator cuff, so uh, I'm just trying to get as comfortable as I possibly can to go out there and perform at the, the level I know I can. And if I can't, then you know we just got to continue to take it day to day. You know, I'm not going to put the team in jeopardy if I can't do certain things that is going to allow us to you know be handicapped in certain situations. So. Um, you know, that's the reason why I haven't been able to, you know, step on the field. Do you know what play it happened on? Uh, it was the... Was the Arden Key play? No, nah, it wasn't that one. Uh, it was a play on the goal line. It was right before Jerome scored. Um, so, I, I was told that uh, you won't be out there until you're pain-free and until you can throw normally. So, is that where the bar is set for you? I mean, are you really going to kind of try to adhere, adhere to that and really make sure that you not don't feel any discomfort in the shoulder before you play. No, it's not so much of the pain. It's it's most it's mostly if I can, you know, throw the football. The pain, you know, I can I can deal with certain pain, you know, tolerance, but if I can't control the football, I can't throw the football with no velocity. If I can't throw the football more than a certain you know amount of yards, then like I said before, then I, I don't want to handicap the team because, you know, then I can't get the ball downfield and um, you know, I can't get the ball outside the numbers and things like that. So um, like I said, that was you know a couple weeks ago, but you know the progress and the arrow is definitely upward, and um, you know we we just gonna continue to just attack it each and every day. Have you made any 100 percent throws yet? How about what? Made any 100 percent velocity throws yet? Uh, you know, it's just been going day to day, just every day. We've been you know taking steps and you know making sure we don't do anything for any you know setbacks and and that throwing shoulder. So. Um, you know, whatever, you know, the medical staff and the and the team is allowing me to do, you know, there's a process in, in place and there's a plan and uh, we've been following that. How much have you been able to throw over the last week? He said what? How much have you been able to throw over the last week? Um, you know, we've been trying to just nick at it each and every day. You know, we got to take some days off because you can't do too much from, you know, what I've what I've experienced and what I've, you know, known from, from the medical staff. Um, you know, it's a tricky, it's a tricky deal. So you know, you got to kind of take that baseball approach, you know, and, and talk to some people that deals with rotator cuffs, you know, more often. Uh, so that's what we've been doing, and, and just really trying to strengthen the, that muscle and everything around it, so we can get back comfortable. Are you, are you feel, uh, comfortable that once you do get back out there, that there's no risk of further damaging it? Um, not that I know of. Um, they, they haven't mentioned that part to me, uh, so I'm not going to be thinking about that. And that, that's another thing. I don't want to get out there and be hesitant throwing the ball or anything like that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put myself, you know, first in this situation. I'm going to put the team first. And is there the, any the kind of situation right now is, you know, PJ going out there um, and, and performing like he did Sunday to help this team win? Did you get a second opinion from outside the club? Uh, yeah, we all was on the same page, and uh, from the front office to the head coaching staff to the medical staff. So, and uh, you know anybody else that you know that's on my team outside the building, uh, we all communicated and talked and got on the same page. Is there any kind of tear in that rotator cuff? Uh, no, I don't. I haven't seen anything or heard anything. Just let me know because, I mean, when you say it like that, so you've had MRIs, everything, no tears, just a bruise. That's a strain. So strainer is micro. It's a micro tear. So it's like small. It's basically like getting a cut on the hand, like a couple of slashes on the hand of that muscle, and that's what a micro tear strain for the rotator. A micro tear, you're saying? Deshaun, injuries are going to happen, but this is another stoppage for you, another way off for you. How frustrating is that? I mean, it's definitely frustrating. You know, I want to be on the field. Um, 
you know, we we felt like you know after the Tennessee game we were getting the the ground running for the for this offense and then you know as all three phases. But uh, you know, it's part of the game. You know, it comes with it. You know, I got to deal with the adversity and just take it as it come and but continue to be a leader as I as I am and uh, keep helping the you know guys around me. And uh, when that time come, I can step on the field and. And go out there and help the team win. So, is there a couple more? You have those micro tears, um, you know, when it's a strain. Is there, is there any risk that a small tear could become a partial tear, which would require then surgery and you'd be lost for the season? Is that part of your thinking process that something like that could possibly happen? Uh, not that I know of. Um, you know, they, they said it wasn't anything worse than a, than a strain rotator cuff. Uh, so I'm not, you know, thinking about that, and um, you know, I'm just following the steps, the medical protocols that you know they want me to follow, and um, hopefully everything is, you know, when I step on the field, everything goes pretty smooth. Is it fair to say that you could be back on Sunday if it all goes well, or it could be, say, another month if the recovery is just continues to be a little bit slower? Is that is that a fair way to look at this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it can be any day. It can be tomorrow. It can be Sunday. It can be two weeks from now. I'm, I'm not even sure. You know, I'm just. Like I said, it's day to day, and I'm following, you know, the steps of this the medical team. And um, you know, when that time is, is ready, then I'm going to go out there. I can't put a timeline on on anything right now. Did they give you a timeline? I mean, because you know, typically you go for exams, they look at you, they find whatever, and they say, hey, it's going to take you a week or two, two to four weeks. Did they give you any type of timeline besides a day to day? Nah, I mean, it's just really just day to day. It's just kind of. When it heals on its own, you know, and I think that's the that's the tricky part about it. It's one of those deals where it's no different than you know a sprinter having a hamstring. It's just one of those deals where it's day to day. When it when it heals, it heals. Uh, you know, from the research I've been doing and talking with the staff, I guess rotator cuffs are usually four to six weeks. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. Like I said, it's my first time dealing with it, so. Uh, I'm just making sure I want to do it right so I don't have any problems later on. Is it, all, is it all from that hit, or is it just the wear and tear of being a quarterback for all those No, it was that hit. It was one of the hits where I just, you know, cut back, he flashed, he got up underneath me, uh, right in, in that rotator cuff, and, you know, I instantly felt it. But, you know, at that time, you know, I thought it was just, you know, one, just a regular football hit, and I finished the game, and, you know, we reviewed it. And we went through the week of, you know, trying to treat it and got the MRI Saturday once the swelling went down, and, and that's when we found out. Deshaun, there haven't been too many quarterbacks that, you know, are trying to do some research. I haven't seen too many quarterbacks with rotator cuff injuries. I saw Drew Brees had one. Uh, have you talked to any other NFL quarterbacks uh, that have, you know, that have dealt with this? Um, no, ma'am. I, you know, I was same same boat as you. I was trying to figure out, you know, on top of my head who's dealt with a rotator cuff, um, maybe AC joints, but I dealt with the AC joint, and you know you can numb up the AC joint like I did in college, but you can't roll, you can't numb up the muscle, the rotator cuff to cut that control. So, you know, I've seen people, you know, around talking about that. You know, go out there and play. I mean, if I can't control the ball, you know, then I can't throw it, and you know, it's no benefit of me being out there. So, you know, those are two different, totally different injuries, um, but. Maybe Drew yeah, that's the only one a couple years ago. So. Hey, because it happened on a designed run, when you get back out there, do you think you'll have to change your style to protect yourself differently? Um, I don't want to, uh, you know, but I definitely got to make sure I just, you know, if I can, you know, protect myself, I try to turn my back. That's how he caught me. Um, instead of running, you know, head up with him, I try to turn and he just caught me right on that backside. Um, but. You know, I don't. I don't want to change the way I play because that's you know the success I've had. So 
Uh, I just got to make sure I just try to protect myself as best as I can. You know, your day-to-day, you go last one here. Prepared to start, and if so, just you know, what type of challenges that Colts defense uh, present you? What you have to worry about? Uh, yeah, I mean, every week since I've been out, I, I'm preparing myself to start. You know, I, I do the same stuff I've been doing each and every week. I don't, I don't try to do anything different. You know, a little extra time on the treatment side, but outside of that, I'm always preparing like I'm gonna play. Um, and then, you know, Indianapolis presents from you know, I'm used to that team. I'm used to, I know it's a different defense coordinator, but, you know, just playing in Indy is, is difficult. You know, the crowd's going to be into it. The defense create turnovers. The defense is very, uh, they feed off the energy of that stadium, and uh, it's a great place to play, great environment. So, you know, they led by that linebacker group and up front, and, um, you know, I know they're young in the, in the secondary, but those guys are going to come, you know, and be ready for the challenge. So, you know, we got to make sure we're ready. Just one more. Was it upsetting to you that so many people questioned, you know, kind of like toughness, whether you just decided you didn't want to play against the Ravens. It seemed like there was just so much of that stuff floating around out there. I mean, yeah, of course. It, you know, I've never been the, the type of guy that's been questioned about my toughness, but I guess, you know, whatever they want to put out, then everyone's entitled to their own opinions. As long as this locker room and this organization know who I am and what I'm dealing with, big folk. Uh, then that's that's all that matters. You know, all the outside noise, all the other stuff is just you know they're feeding off of what is said on social media, and all that stuff isn't real. So uh, you know what is, what is real is in this locker room and uh, on this team. And that's all that matters. Cornerback and one of the stars of last weekend's game, MJ Emerson, was next. He talked about what makes him and Denzel Ward such a dynamic duo of outside corners and what it was like getting his first career interception last week. MJ, why do you think that you and Denzel have been such a great complement to one another, different skill sets you guys bring quarterback Um, Just being in the same room with each other, you know, um, having those, you know, uh, similar goals, you know, and just going out there and just being the best for our brother, you know, and uh, we have a standard we hold each other to, and, you know, and uh, just got to, you know, be the standard and be the reason. Why, why has man coverage been such a weapon for you guys relative to other secondaries in the NFL? Um, great defensive line, man. Great scheme, obviously, coming to the game, but, man, we got some great players on the defense, and we just try to use, you know, everybody to the best of our ability, you know. And, uh, we like to play physical command, and we let, let our defense get after the quarterback, so. Coming off, that, coming off that big game for you, getting your first career interception, what's your mentality going into this Colts game, trying to maybe keep those takeaways and turnovers going? Uh, man, just doing my job. Honestly, you know, I, uh, I don't really want to try to, you know, make, do anything different. You know, just doing my job. You know, um, don't try to find the plays. Just let the plays come to me. Make my plays. You know, that's come to me. Yeah. People talk about uh, Jim Schwartz kind of changing the culture, especially on that side of the ball. Um, like, what do you think it means? What stands out to you most about the changes made under him? Yeah, man, um, as soon as he got the job, and I just watched the interview, I knew um, the culture was going to be different, you know, and it was going to be a shock, you know, to some players. You know, he he, he, um, he wants his players to be uncomfortable. You know, he want to put you in a, um, the hardest position, you know, during practice. So when Sunday comes, you know, it's, it's more like routine. It's, just, it's easy, you know, and um, and uh, we, we, re- we are very blessed, you know, to have him at a D.C., you know, come in and set the standard and uh, just bring the best out of his players, you know, and just bring everybody along to what his standard is. Did you know everybody in the locker room would embrace that style? Um, I mean, we all here, you know, we all here for the same goal, and that's the win, you know, so everybody should embrace that style, you know, and, um, and everybody have. So did uh, you get the ball that you were Uh Yes, sir. I did get the ball, actually. I signed it this morning. Um, we have a cave, uh, cage 
He has a cage in our defensive room. Yeah. And every time we get a turnover or a stop on fourth down, a big play, and we just put it into the uh, into the cage. So it's in the cage right now. Got to wait. Yeah, after the season. season. At the end of the season. So that's a long time from now. Hopefully I get a, a few more in there. What did you see on that interception, I guess, like, as, it was, like, as it was happening? What was your like, what did you see when you caught the ball? What was going through your mind? Um, it was in man, so I was off. Uh, I was playing. I was playing good out the whole time. You know, we say good out bad. I wasn't peeking at the quarterback. I was just watching my man. Uh, as soon as he broke, as soon as he broke the, in, uh, the inside breaking route, I peeked up. The ball was just right there, literally. It was just in my chest, man. So I just had to make the catch, you know, and just try to get some positive yards. The guy, how the guys celebrated with you afterwards? What was that like to see? Just, I mean, I know celebration's been such a big thing for you guys defensively, but to see them rally around you in that moment, what was that? Just to bring uh, Jim Swartz back up, um, that's the standard. You know, so when we make a big play, we all celebrate, you know, celebrate each other success. But man, it was just a big play in the game. And just to see, you know, um, just the, just the sideline, you know, guys that, you know, that wasn't out there to even run out on the field, you know, and just to celebrate, man. It was a great feeling. How much, a great feeling with the team. How about you, Gardner Minshew, take that you've been watching these last couple of days with the last uh, yeah. done for the year and going to have that surgery? Yeah, um, I've been watching their tape. You know, I watched a little bit of five, a little bit of ten. And, um, both of them pretty good quarterbacks, you know. Been watching tape, breaking it down, you know, just trying to get a feel for it. What do you think about that receiving core? Receiving core, uh, Pretty good, man. 11, he uh, he runs every route. Um, 14, take the top off type of guy, uh, number one. Sh uh, sh slot shifty, you know, slot receiver. Kind of remind me of boy in a sense, but um, great receiving core, man. Hey, uh, Joe Hayden, have you been able to speak with Joe Hayden at all recently? He's giving you any tips? You've been able to transfer into the field? Uh, nah, I haven't, I haven't speak to Joe uh, recently, man. I got to hit his phone. He usually hit me up, though, man. He, uh, Joe's a good friend of mine now, you know, just me coming in and, um, you know, and, and he, and he uh, how can I say this? He embraced me, you know, wearing that 2-3. Um, and he, he gave me some tips last year, you know, going through my rookie year. And um, I had his I had his phone number and his line always open whenever I needed him. So. Some guys were talking the other day about how there's no weak links on this defense. And I think some outsiders question the linebacking core heading into the year, but then JOK seems like he's playing, you know, the best he has. What have you seen, especially out of JOK this season? Oh, uh, man, Six is playing great ball, man. Uh, just the want to, you know, and um, he's flying around. I mean, he's doing what he do best in this scheme, and I'm proud of them and uh, the linebacking core. I'm just proud of them as a whole. You guys play a lot of man more than anybody, but how – how much off versus how much press? Do you say it's equal? Uh, it just all depends, you know, on the game plan. Honestly, it just depends on what, what we uh, what we keep, you know, in uh, certain routes they like to run, doing certain splits, and we just try to put ourselves in the best position to win. When the players wrapped up, Coach Defansky talked to the media, and he gave us all the latest injury updates as we head into Week Seven. Okay, great challenge this week, uh, AFC opponent, both teams with three wins. You know, I know Coach Steichen, uh, I think he does a great job, and, and I know a bunch of their pl uh, players and coaches, um, so it, it's an impressive group. Uh, we got to be about our business, got to go on the road. Uh, that's part of this league is going on the road and trying to find a way to win in a hostile environment. So we're looking forward to that challenge. Uh, and then we have, have to have a great week of practice. I thought we had a good week of practice last week. You, you have to do that in this league. You have to prepare. Uh, to get ready for these games on Sunday. Uh, unique challenges like every week. Uh, Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator, uh, has been doing it for a very long time, tried and true. Uh, they have playmakers at all three levels of the defense. They are about the ball. They are looking to get the ball out. 
Uh, that's what they, he's constantly done in his career as a coordinator, then they have the guys to do it. Uh, offensively, you know, I think Gardner Minshew's a winner. He, he's, uh, we've all seen it. He's gone in there and won football games. He's done it for this team. Uh, he's a challenge to defend. He can make every throw. Uh, he's, he can scramble. Uh, and then they have a very good running game, playmakers on the outside, big receivers on the outside, a good offensive line. Uh, and then return game is really good. So special teams have to be on point as well. Uh, big challenge with a bunch of the guys that they have. So excited about the opportunity that, that we get uh, to go on the road and try to find uh, a way to win. Uh, Deshaun's not going to practice today. Uh, he's, like I told you guys, he's making progress. Uh, and we'll continue to treat that day to day. And with that, I'll take any questions. So you won't, you're not ruling out Deshaun for Sunday? Correct. Have you seen him throw Yes. Correct. I'm just going to say he's making progress. Yeah, we'll deal with you know day to day. So we'll we'll update you guys every single day. He said today that um, it was up to the medical crew whether he would go out and practice. They had him, but um, how is that? When you said though that he was medically cleared to play but not functionally ready. So how is it, what is the medical staff uh, doing to sway that opinion? Yeah, I would just tell you, Jeff, uh, between Deshaun, our medical team, uh, everybody's on the same page. Understand that we're working through this injury. Um, like I've told you before, uh, you know, we'll continue to, to be careful and, and safe and make sure that when he's ready to do his job and he has all of his uh, ability in terms of being able to throw the football. When he's ready for that, we'll have him back back out there at practice. Uh, but we're uh, going to continue to treat that thing day to day. I don't remember. Uh, you know, I certainly don't have a medical degree, so I can't tell you specifics on on injuries and guys that I've had over the past. But uh, you know, Deshaun's a warrior. He, he's fighting through it. That's part of football, part, part of our jobs. You have to be ready to, to deal with uncertainty. That's, that's the NFL. And will PJ start if uh, Sean? Yes. Well, he'll get all the reps today, uh, so he has to do what all of our backups have to do. You have to be ready to play, and uh, I think we've all seen it over the course of this season. It can go really up and down our roster, and, and you rely on your backups when the starter can't go, and I think uh, that's what P.J. Uh, will be ready to do if called upon. Now, then why is the run defense so much better this year? I think, you know, it's, as you can imagine, it's multifaceted when, when you talk about that. Obviously, it's it's playing uh, our style of defense. It's some of the guys that we brought in. Uh, Dalvin comes to mind as, as a as a really good run defender, obviously, Z and Obo. Uh, but to play any good defense, good offense, run defense, run offense, you have to have 11 guys on the same page doing their job. And I think that's what you see. What, what, what is Dalvin the He's very disruptive, uh, and he's a uh, very large man, and when that large man is disruptive, it's good for our defense. Uh, how do you think Denzel is playing this year compared to 
Yeah, I don't think it's – yeah, I mean, obviously we know Denzel's a good player. I'm not going to compare him to past years. I tell you, right this minute in the games that we've played, all five of them, he's come to compete. Uh, we've put him in some tough spots. He's he's responded every single time. I think he's tackling well, playing the ball well. Uh, he's having – you know, he's playing at a high level. You know, we're ready for that if that's what, what it is. Uh, I, I think they have multiple guys. Uh, Moss is, I mean, they're, they can put a bunch of guys in there. Um, have a ton of respect for Jonathan Taylor, and, and uh, we do anticipate that his workload increases uh, as the, the games go on here. Uh, but they have multiple guys that, that can hurt you with the ball in their hand. Yeah, I'm not making many decisions past uh, Wednesday, so we'll see. Can the rest of the guys that are practicing, um, do you expect those guys to be ready to go Sunday? Kareem, Greg? They're, they're all, it's all different. Um, we'll see how each day goes. Uh, I think it's important with, with all their injuries. Um, they're all in different places, uh, and we'll see how they do. When Deshaun does get back, are you going to try to keep a leash on him? running as much as he uh, how you, how... We'll just be smart. Uh, I mean, that's what we try to do every game with the players that you have. Be smart about what you ask them to do. Yeah, I mean, I, and I understand the question, Mary Kay. I think uh, you really just have to uh, each day go with the information you have and, and support our guys, and, and, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, this is, uh, I've said it before, he's trying very badly to get back. And, and when he's ready to, to get back, he'll, he'll be out there. So do you, is it, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, do you see a lot of growth with the wandering and changing Yeah, I mean, like a lot of young players, he can, he's getting better. Uh, not to say that it's, it's perfect and it's not going to be perfect, but I think he's getting better. I think. He understands the amount of work that goes into a week to get ready to prepare for some of these edge rushers, and this week's no different. I mean, they have really good edge rushers. Uh, so you have to be put in the work, and I think he's continuing to learn how to do that as a young player. Is there any from your past? I had, we had Bryant McKinney uh, at the Vikings was a left tackle. Um, you know, we, we talked a lot about different comps when he was coming out. Um, you know, certainly when you have a player that size, it makes life harder to get to the quarterback for those ends. It's just a bigger body to go around or through. To, to the outside, uh, Denzel may overshadow the way that Emerson was playing. You look at some of his numbers and they're off the charts right now. What level is he at in just the second season? You know, uh, I, I think MJ's a guy that you know, continues to get better because he's a young player, but has always had the right mindset. I mean, from day one when he stepped up foot on campus, he had the right mindset. Uh, and playing that position, you better have that mindset. So he plays physical. Uh, he, he loves the challenge. Um, so uh, excited for where he is. And, and, you know, I think MJ would tell you. I think Coach Lynch would tell you. I think Coach Schwartz would tell you. He, he will continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, uh, Marquise is a very versatile football player. We'll always explore ways to involve him in the run in the pass. Um, 
but it really is based on game plan every week in terms of who does what best. Besides Moss and Taylor, what's allowed the Colts to run it as well as they have in good games against Baltimore and Tennessee? Yeah, good run scheme uh, with what Coach Steichen brought with him from Philly. Really good run scheme. I think a good offensive line, physical. Uh, they they have a good RPO package again. That's stuff that Coach Steichen's done over his career. Uh, so it makes makes life hard on the defense. You you really have to have a plan uh, when you're defending this type of attack. We do. Yeah, they, they run their offense. Uh, he's he's done that over the course of his career. Uh, he's done a nice job. Yeah, I think that both continue to give us good moments and, and good runs. I mean, Kareem had a couple that were not pretty, uh, not sexy, but he put his foot in the ground and, and put his nose down, and the guys got pushed. And uh, four yards later, you know, it's second and six. And so those were some hard yards, and that's kind of the game. Uh, Jerome, the same. And then Jerome, you know, a couple times, whether it was some trap schemes, some perimeter schemes, he, he got on the move. and. And you make one guy miss, we know Jerome has some uh, breakaway speed. So uh, I think they complement each other well. We just have to continue, and we will, uh, to give those guys uh, the, the run types, the, the amount of runs that, that makes them uh, both hard to uh, handle. Yeah, we talk about that. You know, we don't ride the roller coaster. You, you don't take a win with you. You don't take a loss with you, win, lose, or draw. Uh, we want to be the same team on Wednesday that's focused on, on the work. Uh, and that's the mentality uh, we have. That's the group of people that we have. So uh, this Wednesday practice that I'm about to be late for uh, is the most important practice of our season. One more, PJB. You know, I, I tune it out. Uh, we, we talk about what's important in in this profession is what goes on in this building. Uh, you know, obviously we're having success defensively, and, and we're having success because we're playing sound defense. It's not. It's there's no magic trick to playing good hard defense, and I think it's a combination of our guys playing the scheme and, and just playing with relentless effort. Uh, that will never change. Uh, and those are the type of things that we're telling our guys. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, youtube.com slash browns, and the Cleveland Browns mobile app. There you're going to get all the latest news as the Browns prepare for the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday. I'm Jake Munsick. Thanks so much for listening to the Cleveland Browns From the Podium podcast. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.